0: Uh, Jim Jordan throwing in the towel rather than losing a third straight vote, which apparently, according to the reports would have gone even more against him than the previous vote, which went more against him than the previous one. So um, look, as I understand it, this is about uh, a couple, like there are a couple of people uh, in the Republican conference, not the caucus. Democrats have caucuses and Republicans have conferences and you had Matt Gates, who started all of this off with his, you know, eight other uh, or seven other uh, Republicans. I forget the exact number. And they forced the vote and they got McCarthy booted by teaming up with the Democrats. And they all the Democrats voted with these uh, these seven or eight uh, or I think there was a total of eight Republicans who voted against McCarthy have to have him removed as the speaker of the House that then put Congressman Patrick McHenry in as an interim, as a placeholder or uh, pro tempore, which I believe is Spanish. No, no, French. Anyway, they put Patrick McHenry in there, and uh, all he's been trying to do now is to hold votes to get a new speaker elected. And, of course, the first round was uh, Steve Scalise, but a lot of people forget that Steve Scalise knifed a lot of the conservatives uh, over the Republican study Uh, committee or conference, whatever it was. Uh, Yeah, so a lot of bad blood there among uh, conservatives. And uh, now, so they're like, all right, we'll put Jim Jordan up. And honestly, like, if you are wanting to discredit Jim Jordan and the House Freedom Caucus and the conservative grassroots, that would be the way to do it, I would think. You're like, okay, here are the keys to the car, Jim. You go right ahead. See if you can drive it. Right. So why not just give him a shot? I don't understand this idea. Well, I do understand because you got a bunch of appropriators on the Republican side. And that's there's this old axiom goes something like, you know, there there are three major parties or something. and It's the Democrats, Republicans and the appropriators. And so then you got like the um, the ones that are like hooked to the hip with uh, military contractors and the like. And so they don't want any of this uh, Jim Jordan uh, proposal. And so they did to the Republican conference what they were so angry at Matt Gates and his fellow Republicans for doing to McCarthy, right? Turnabout fair play and all of that. So now they sided with all of the Democrats in in preventing Jim Jordan. Oh, and by the way, this whole thing of like, oh, uh, they – this pressure campaign all these phone calls oh that's why I can't vote for him. That's crap all right it's crap. look I do not endorse anybody threatening anybody. That's ridiculous. People get threatened though all the time but the 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 phone calls from voters from Republican constituents, right that are urging you to vote for Jim Jordan and this was uh, apparently this was some sort of coordinated effort. they were getting phone calls from you know conservative media people. Kennedy, <clears throat> I assume. Um, so they're getting phone calls from all sorts of people saying, "You know, back Jim Jordan, back Jim Jordan." And Jordan was going to have to then cut a bunch of deals. He was being pressured to cut deals. Ukraine funding, removing the so, uh, or re-implementing the salt exemption. You know, what the, you know what that is. It's so right. It's so the condiment doesn't get or the yeah the spice doesn't get taxed anymore. No, I'm kidding. It's the state and local taxes, S-A-L-T, state and local taxes. Um, Blue states have been getting subsidized. Blue states have been spending themselves into oblivion because rich people in their uh, states get to deduct off their income when they're filing their income taxes. They get to deduct the cost of the state and local tax burden. And what that means is, high tax states they get subsidized at the federal level because they're getting tax deductions for that. And so, a couple of years back, I believe it may have been under Donald Trump, they said no more salt. You don't get that. You got high blood pressure? Just cut it out. You got to cut it out, Mrs. Dash. Just as just as good. Um, and so they get rid of this, and ever since then these blue state Democrats and Republicans have been trying to get this exemption put back in place rather than restrain their state spending. Right. They, they they keep trying to get preferential treatment at the federal level. So these are the deals that were being pitched to Jordan and to his credit, he throw in the towel. He's like, I'm uh, no, I'm not going to do those things. And, and oh, and by the way, the Democrats were like, we'll never vote for that insurrectionist, you know. And so they were never going to support him. But apparently. Republicans have figured out that, hey, you know what? We can be all we can all be Matt Gates too. <laughs> we we can be the dog that chases the car. Oh, and look at that. We caught the car. And now, you know, maybe my profile is going to get raised a little bit more. They're also very, very worried about um, what's going to happen if Jim Jordan is the Speaker of the House and they have to run for re-election in a swing district. Now, on the one hand, you could argue that, oh, that's, you know, that's not what they're there for. They should be doing the work of the people. There are representatives and all of that. However, I would just point out that if they lose, and this is what they believe will happen, is that they will lose their re-election because everybody will be so angry at the right-wing radicalism coming out of the, the House of Representatives, that they'll lose their seat. And then you won't have a majority at all, which then raises the question of whether or not Republicans actually want to be a governing party. And I have heard this criticism from Democrats for years, which is something along the lines of, you know, we're Democrats, we're the party of government. We're the party that believes government can do things good for people. Why would you put people in charge, a.k.a. the Republicans? Why would you put them in charge when all they want to do is destroy the government? They're not going to know how to manage it. They're not going to know how to run it because all they want to do is destroy it. That's been their argument. And last two weeks, hmm, yeah, yeah I mean, they, they kind of have a point, Right. You guys got to be able to govern. This is, a, this is a poop show. That's what this is. It's something actually a little bit more forceful, but uh, FCC uh, prohibits me from going there. Will Chamberlain, not the basketball player, uh, I believe it's his uh, great-great-great-grandson. No, uh, he's a lawyer at the Article Three project, and he says there is such a paradox here with such a tiny majority, the faction without the Speaker nominee has the leverage to get what they want. Because the majority is so slim, right? The, the faction, so if you can split it basically in half and say, okay, you got the, quote, conservatives, and then you have the, quote, establishment, I guess, for lack of a better term. So you have these two camps, and whoever it is that's going to run their guy, the other side is going to say, no, we want all of these other concessions. We demand this, 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 and of course, the conservatives then start peeling away if you start accommodating that, and the inverse is true as well. The Freedom Caucus, like for example, had maximum leverage when McCarthy needed their votes, and now the moderates have maximum leverage because Jordan needed their votes. And you could say they believe in what they're doing, and these are really important things, and this that. But I would just I would just offer up one simple word here. Just one word. Prioritize. Prioritize. You're not going to be able to get everything that you want done. This is one of the things that is very frustrating. It frustrates a lot of people in politics at all levels, from you know, federal, international, down to city, state, local, even HOAs. This is the thing that that frustrates. People, they go in thinking that they're going to win. They're going to win every time, and they're going to win on every issue. And if I don't win, I'm just going to keep on beating my opponent and arguing and arguing and arguing, right? Rather than understanding politics is the art of compromise. And you may not like that, but that's what that is, especially on tough issues where people are so dug in on their position. So do you take half the loaf and then come back for the other half? Now there are there is something to be said here as well. one last point here that there are a lot of people who had to uh, had to hold their nose and vote for Mitt Romney, had to hold their nose and vote for John McCain, George W. Bush, right? There are a lot of people that have felt like the moderates or the establishment, the neocons, whatever you want to call them that they pushed to the grassroots and conservatives they pushed down on them and said, fall in line, your guy lost, here's our nominee, get behind him. And conservatives will tell you, although I don't believe every single one of them in every case, but they'll tell you that they did that, that they all fell in line and they all voted. They all voted for the guy that the establishment told them to. And when they get a chance, the moderates say no. Moderates refuse to fall in line. That argument makes sense to me. I believe I believe that is largely true. However, I don't think it's uh, you got to look at it in the context. Let me say you got to look at it in the context of just having tossed out their moderate. Right. So they may not be in a position uh, or in a mindset, I should say, uh, to deal, you know. Hey, so real quick, hurricane season is here and this is your reminder to check your emergency supplies. You should have a three-day supply of food, water, and medicines, minimum. And Carolina Readiness Supply can help you get started or expand your supply. Food, water purifiers, lighting, Tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, too, because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you can use for any kind of emergency, whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between. Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All righty, so uh, let me move on here because there's just a lot of stuff going on today. And and, uh, I have no idea how they're going to settle this uh, House of Representatives thing, this speaker fight. I I really don't. But um, you guys look like morons. Just a heads up on that. You know, just you look like idiots. All right. So we have uh, Sidney Powell, the Kraken, a.k.a. The Kraken, uh, longtime Democrat lawyer, I believe, out of uh, Asheville. She lived in Biltmore Park, actually, um, or Sorry, Billmore Forest, uh, which is like this tiny little city within the city of Asheville. Did you know that? It's like got its own police department. And by department, I mean, I think there's like two cops. Um, anyway, uh, attorney Sidney Powell pleaded guilty today for the part she played in trying to overturn the election of President Jorge Biden. This, according to the McClatchy News Service, um, Powell, 68, appeared in Fulton County, Georgia, this morning where she announced her plea Her guilty plea to six misdemeanor charges of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with election duties. She is sentenced to six years probation, a $6,000 fine and $2,700 in restitution. She also must offer truthful testimony in future proceedings against other defendants in the case and write an apology to the people of Georgia. So I've seen um, some people starting to say that this is proof that the whole system is rigged. So Sidney Powell being an accomplished lawyer for years and years and years, um, that she agreed to this plea deal to avoid prison. She would have gotten, I think, like six years instead of six years probation. She she was looking at six years in prison. And so uh, this is just uh, proof that she was innocent. Her guilty plea is proof that she was innocent of all the charges, which I guess means that she's willing to perjure herself, I guess, if she's going to be... Testifying against other people or something? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I've lost the plot on that. Um, Powell, who served as uh, one of former President Trump's lawyers, uh, grew up in Raleigh, graduated from Chapel Hill, sat in the courtroom Thursday morning. Um, She once cracked a joke about her age, despite what she described as a youthful uh, appearance. Um, And... Uh, She has been told she cannot speak to the media, her co-defendants, or other witnesses in the case. So no comments from Powell anytime soon. Coming up after the news, an interview with Sidney Powell. No, I'm kidding. All right. You may have noticed that I've been helping the Alzheimer's Association of Western North Carolina for a while. And it's a great organization. they got awesome people with huge hearts. My grandfather died of Alzheimer's when I was a kid. And back then, there wasn't a lot of support for caregivers and family Now, things are different today thanks to the work of the Alzheimer's Association. It's why I support them. Every year we do a series of walks all over the country. There are a bunch in the Carolinas. You can go to alz.org slash walk for a walk to end Alzheimer's near you. This month, there are walks in Hendersonville, Rock Hill, Mooresville, Greenville. And in October, we got Charlotte, Gastonia, Asheville, Kannapolis, Hickory, and Spartanburg. Go to alz.org for all of the dates and locations. We're closer than ever to stopping Alzheimer's, and we're asking if you can help us get there. Will you walk with me for a different future for families? For more time for treatments, this is why we walk. Got an email here from Dave. Pete didn't rush. Always say Democrats were mind-numbed robots, all thinking alike. Therefore, isn't it a good thing that the Republicans are having a hard time with the speakership? It shows that Republicans are individual thinkers. Well, to an extent, yes. I, I've made the same argument different ways over the years, which is you know the the problem when you have a quote big tent or coalition is that you've got people that are in there that don't all agree on all of the issues. And this manifests itself in all of these types of fights. However, what this comes down to is like, who's going to be in charge to run the, to run the house, to shepherd legislation, right? Who's going to push these things through and who's going to be able to make the house operate for the next year. That's what we're, I mean, it's, it's one year because we have an election coming up in 13 months, right? So, what are they going to be able to get done? I would submit probably not a lot. Um, so there has to be a recognition of what is and what is not possible, right? And people who people who cannot make that kind of assessment do not belong in politics, um, unless of course you're just doing vanity campaigns. And honestly, there are a lot of people who are in politics, and that is all they're in it for. It's the it's for vanity. It's for uh, you know. Monetizing their YouTube channels and such. There are—I don't—I'm not naming any names. I'm saying there are people that are in it for that. Um, the idea that you can't find anybody, not a single person, right? That not a single person that is that is uh, appealing enough—not not their first pick, but appealing enough to get all the Republicans on board. This is—it's—it's it's the swing vote. I mean, you're—you've got. The power always resides in the swing vote. Think Anthony Kennedy on the Supreme Court, right? There were, he, had, he had the most power because you knew there were four Democrats, four Republicans, and he was going to, although, yes, he was appointed by a Republican, but he would swing back and forth. And so it made him the most powerful member of the Supreme Court. And that's what these little factions are doing inside the House, only because the majority is so slim. The, the GOP majority is so slim. So yeah, I mean you could say that okay, fine. It it shows that you got Republicans who are free thinkers, individual thinkers and and whatever. Okay. They still don't have a leader. They st- like I don't know how you're going to get anything done. And and if you're not going to get anything done, and I'm talking basic stuff here, like the stuff that they got McCarthy to agree to. This is why what in my view, what Gates did was was so reckless because He didn't have the votes lined up for afterwards. He didn't have a plan. There was no heir apparent that he knew could get in. He just blew it up. And, okay, so you had these these concessions that McCarthy had made to try to placate the Freedom Caucus. It's sort of like mutually assured destruction. You don't want to use the nuke, you know, because if you do, then everybody's dead. But the threat of it might get you some things that you want. And, you know, I know people uh, have their opinions about Patrick McHenry. And I've talked, I mean, I've, I've been interviewing McHenry for, I don't know, 15, 20 years now. And he started off as a bomb thrower. And then he said, I realized, like, I would like to actually get some things done that that benefit the people of the United States. And so in order to do that, though, you got to build relationships. You're not always going to be in the majority. So you got to have some relationships with some Democrats to try to get some of the things you want into the bills that they are running, and that negotiation process that gets people branded as sellouts. So, and again, I am one who says I am fine with a with a log jammed Congress. I am fine with Congresses uh, that don't do anything. But one of the things they're supposed to be doing constitutionally is the freaking budget you know and i've just look and i don't mean to like show only disdain to matt gates i have disdain for these appropriators as well who are doing the exact same thing that they lamented that gates was doing now they're doing it and they're doing it for for tax subsidies for their uh for their constituents they're doing it for fiscally unconservative policy which is even like i don't know i don't know which is worse (laughs) <laughs> it's a box up all of you. Uh, Pete, welcome to the program. Hello, Pete. How are you?
1: Hey, Pete. Hey. Hey, good. Um, I don't know. Well, what am I t- call about a Sidney and her, uh, her ple- plea, her plea I'm deal? greatly disappointed that she felt she had to do that. But I will tell you this. You said you lost the plot. You had lost the plot. If she's facing six years in prison mm-hmm. versus six years probation mm-hmm. to claim she's guilty, mm-hmm. Heck yeah, man! The, she, the only thing she's guilty of is keeping her rear end out of prison.
0: Okay, uh, so but, but what's the other side uh, of the deal? What was the other? What is she? What is she offering in exchange for that deal?
1: Well, whatever it is, uh, you know, she's sixty nine years old, and she's basically six years in prison. Mm-hmm. And the way the courts are right now, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, you know, that's the problem. They got us over the barrel.
0: All right, all right hang on. Now a
1: second. you look at what happened with the January six people. Same right. thing. The guy that runs Walkaway. Said Brandon, "You either plead guilty to stuff you really didn't do, or you go to prison. Right? So what's the guy do?
0: So sorry. So with regard to Sydney Powell, what she is being asked to do besides plead guilty is to also testify against everybody else.
1: Well, six years in prison, dude. Things will, things like that will happen,
0: Pete. All right. So you she, know, so you're system, so she's going to lie. We got. Wait, wait. So so she's going to lie. Yeah, and, sure, absolutely. Okay. Yep." So, all right, so so she was keeping herself out of prison all right That's so how about uh, uh, let me chart a different let me chart a different course which sure. w- which Go could w- oh thank you uh, which would be um her being a uh, an, an acclaimed and renowned attorney as she is and has been for her yep. whole career um yep. and her having all of the evidence that she said she yep. had at the press conferences and all that um why not I don't know litigate it
1: uh, maybe because she's in Fulton County, Georgia, right? And so probably not going to get much of
0: a fair trial. So, so she's
1: wise on her behalf to sell because she is a good lawyer and she is smart.
0: Right? she had pleaded
1: guilty all the way up until it's time to draw this thing out? Do you think?
0: Right. So, oh, so that's proof of what exactly that she dragged it out? Yeah, as... the, the trial's going to be in Fulton? She's going to get
1: about as fair a trial as Donald Trump's going to get in D.C.
0: Right. So, so rather, so rather than make your case present the yeah. evidence show the all world right. the truth rather than do that right. it's better to just lie and uh, and avoid prison yeah uh-huh. it is uh, all yeah. right then that's that's where we're living Doug. see I, I see now how about this pete um what what of the argument we're you skeptical your skepticism level needs to come up a notch or two yours does pete no i'm i'm damn skeptical that's the reason i understand why aren't you it? skeptical of her no, I'm not skeptical of her. I think she can. Yeah, I know you're skeptical. not. That's why I'm asking. I don't think anybody can. I think you can. Why aren't you okay? skeptical of her? Because
1: I don't, I don't care what she did. You can be skeptical of an election.
0: I'm okay? not saying you can't. Can I'm asking you a different question. Why aren't you skeptical of her?
1: I, I don't get your point. I'm just asking I, you I a question. Are you she, skeptical I don't of her? Think she lied. I don't think Sidney Powell lied. about oh, she, okay. I'm not hooked. asking that. I think she got hoodwinked. Uh, okay. okay, she got hoodwinked.
0: I'm not, okay, yeah. so she, so she got tricked by who?
1: But the, the whole thing with the uh, stuff with the servers over in Germany. Okay, it was a bunch of malarky. It was a bunch of BS. coming Okay. Down.
0: So that. Okay? So just so that. She got t-
1: took it in by it. And so she didn't. That was the premise that she was fighting the election fraud with.
0: Well, there. Okay, so there were a couple different avenues. But all right, so that's the part that 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 people tricked her on. She went in for it, but she never came yeah. out and said that she got hoodwinked by it.
1: That I, I don't know, but she, that apparently that's going to be what she's guilty of. I'm guessing that she was hoodwinked into it. Now, did she do it knowingly and maliciously? No, I don't think so. And I think you should be able to contest elections. I don't think that's
0: problem. I'm not. So, it's problem. not the. It's not have what I'm a saying. Problem Pete, that's well, not you what I'm saying. Not contest elections or conservatives. That's not what I'm saying, Pete. All I'm asking is, why aren't you as skeptical of her as you are of the the election system or the judicial system or like
1: the court system? Because I got to weigh one against the other. No, so you know, right it's not a choice just like with Trump in D.C. Trump's going to fight. So the why, do the gonna t- why do you keep shifting off of? Why do you keep shifting this,
0: Pete? Hang on. Why do you keep dragging this to different different uh, topics? I, I, I'm trying to just keep this thing focused on 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 this the level of skepticism that we all should have not just about the courts and i think i've been i think i'm on record pretty clearly as being skeptical of the judicial system skeptical of the prosecutors skeptical of um uh, of the j6ers uh the 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 charges against them uh i've also been pretty clear about my skepticism of her story too so i'm skeptical about this idea that uh she's just pleading guilty to avoid jail time because you didn't let me finish this point earlier which was why not, if you are 69 years old, looking at six years in prison, but you have all this evidence and you are this, this awesome lawyer, why wouldn't you do the patriotic thing, save the country, present the evidence, do it in court, bring witnesses, make your case and expose all of this, and then let the chips fall where they may? I don't see that
1: happening in these courts, Pete. I'm sorry to say. I, I know. I'm, I'm with you. I wish, I wish we could have our day in court.
0: She's, she, just, she was offered it. She had it. No, Pete,
1: you're not, and, and, and this is like going to a Nazi court, okay, with the, everything's stacked against you, right? So you're going to go in there, you think, oh, boy, going could be on the up and up, and we're going to let you have a fair trial and plead your case first. You know, no, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Just not.
0: Right. So, okay, not so. County, not so, in D.C. All right, so there you go. So, Pete, on board with uh, lying about your co-defendants to send them to prison to save your own ass. Don't ever commit crimes with Pete, I guess. Um, no, that's fine. I appreciate the call, Pete. I just, it's very frustrating going around and around and around. Look, I, I have no animus towards Pete. I mean, how could I, Uh, he, we have the same name. Uh, he's got a great first name. Love it. Um, but the, the, uh, the frustration I have, and I, I, I get this frustration in discussing these types of things with various people. It's not just uh, not just Pete, whatever. The frustration is like, I'm just asking a question. And I'm not saying that like I'm just asking questions. I'm asking it like just – I'm saying it like I'm just literally just asking the question because he said, oh, I need to be – he says, I need to be more skeptical. And I am skeptical. I've said that Fulton County, you're, you know, these people are being tried. They picked these locations so they could get stacked juries, no doubt about it. But is there or is there not a larger principle or or idea at play here? Is there is there is this a time right for summer soldiers? If if you really believe and, and like, first off, I have to make some assumptions about Sidney Powell. Is that right? She was um, that she was advocating the things she was advocating four years ago almost, right? She was saying the things she said because she believed him. She believed there was evidence. She wasn't lying, right? She was doing all of that in good faith. She was an honest broker. So if I assume that, and I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt on this stuff, so she's saying she's got all this evidence, and then it seems to me like if you are going into the, like if you're walking towards the fight, then then fight when you get there, Right? This was, like, to me, this is the opportunity. And if it means that you end up serving six years and maybe, like, the rest of your life in prison in defense of America, like, I don't know. I mean, I I thought, like, we need patriots to save America. But I I don't, I don't know, I don't, I, I have a hard time going along with this idea, oh, well, you know, she cut a deal. And so that means she testifies against everybody else. And that means she may have to lie. So they go to jail. And that's an acceptable, understandable position to take. I like I'm I don't know. I would like to think I wouldn't make that same choice. That's just me, though.